What's up, beautiful people? <laughs> Best damn nation. It is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It is the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. I am a, your humble host, Brian Renegade. You can be anywhere in the world, but you ain't you right here watching your boy, and I appreciate it. Uh, if you're in Radio Land in pa on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, wherever you get your podcast, you can say, Alexa, play the best damn wrestling podcast, and you can listen to your boys each and every Wednesday or whenever you want to in your leisure. Like I said again, my name is Brian Renegade, man. Listen, I got a hell of a show for you. Uh, the best damn crew uh, will pop in periodically throughout this broadcast. Uh, dig in the comment section. You know what I'm saying? Just let me know how you guys doing today. How's your day going? What's going on? Uh, it's a lot of wrestling news. I know we got to get into it, and there's a lot of stuff happening in entertainment. Uh, so, beautiful people, man, let's go ahead and get into it. You guys know this is my favorite thing to do each and every Wednesday. It's hot topics. Uh, one of the things right now that is sweeping the wrestling world, and it just happened today, is the passing of the late, great Iron Sheik. Uh, Iron Sheik died today. Uh, this is a loss that has been felt around the wrestling world. Man, it just seems like all of our legends are dying off. Uh, and Sheiky Baby was one of the ones that uh, a lot of people looked up to as one of the best villains of all time. Uh, Iron Sheik was 81 years old. Uh, he was the first Iranian WWF champion back then in 1983. Uh, <laughs> when I say real, I mean he was an amateur wrestler. Uh, he was circus, and he's won uh, some championships in that round. Uh, he was invited into the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame, in two thousand and five. Uh, his most he we are that, and the Iron Sheik, man, he just played his part. He's like, you guys want me to be the bad guy? I will be the bad guy. He is the originator of the jabroni word, calling people jabronis in wrestling. Sheiky baby, made it happen, man. Uh, so, all the fellas, man, here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, well, I do wish Iron Sheik. Peaceful rest. Uh, we love and we miss you. Uh, and we will carry on your legacy. Iron Sheik. All right. Man, in more news, I saw a picture that just popped up. And everybody that's uh, wrestling fans, you know this guy, uh, Kane has become a politician. They're in a small town. I don't know where. It's, it's really in nowhere. 
but uh, Kane has been doing his political duties, man. He's been making the circuits. And uh, a picture popped up of Kane. Uh, I thought it was very interesting, man. I wanted to show you guys. Man. And uh, there you go. A devil and a demon. <laughs> oh, man. They look like the best tag team of all time right there. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see them get in the ring and do some things together, man. Uh, shout out to Kane. Kane has, uh, has been doing his thing for a while uh, as being a politician. So I just saw that picture. I thought it was interesting. Let me, guys, uh, let me know what you guys think in the comment box about uh, Kane and Donald Trump uh, tagging in. You know what I'm saying? Let me see if I can get a little stronger signal for the beautiful people, man. Feel like I'm freezing a little bit, but it's okay. I don't know how you guys feel about that, man. I think it's going to be uh, really interesting to see CM Punk back in AEW. He's going to be at the event Collision, um, which is on June the 17th. So a lot of people are anticipating CM Punk's uh, debut, re-debut back into AEW. Are you guys excited to see CM Punk back? You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people thought that he was poisonous to the locker room, and that's why he had left and, you know, they kicked him out of the company. That didn't happen. He was hurt. He was hurt in his last match. And I think, to be honest with you, they need CM Punk back. AEW has been struggling. You know what I'm saying? They on the struggle pack right now. You know what I mean? You know what a struggle pack is. If you were a college student or if you just broke, you know, you get you some crackles, uh, uh, some Diana sausages, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, maybe some potted meat. They on they on the struggle packet right now with some of their wrestlers, man. They got MJF leading the way. Uh, one of the new guns, man. And he's you know he's great as far as entertaining their fan base, but I'm not sure if anybody outside of AEW knows who he is, who Maxwell Jacob Treatment is. But everybody knows who CM Punk is, and I think when CM Punk comes back. And he's going to go to the big dog. He's going to challenge MJF and get that belt from him, man. And that's going to possibly bring some more eyes back to the AEW product, man. But it's hard to, it's hard not to say that they have been struggling since CM Punk has left. Because by far, CM Punk is the biggest star that they have. By far. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they tried to do a little something with uh, Soraya, who's uh, formerly known as Paige in the AEW. Uh, like a wet fart in the wind, you know, like a wet fart in the wind. She came in, made her appearance, and you heard a pop. And then after that, it was just stankness. She, she just stankness. Uh, she has really been doing nothing, man. She could have really stayed retired and, and kept her legacy, but now she's messing it up with this new character, Soraya. And I'm not sure where they're going with it, but she had a match recently, man. She looks sloppy, sloppy Joe in the ring. Uh, miscommunication and all that. It didn't look good at all. So we'll see where it goes, but, you know, AEW definitely needs CM Punk to come back. They absolutely need that big pop 
that big star that's going to be able to carry their brand because WWE is banking that ass. And they're trying to compete with them. I'm trying to compete with the big dogs, man. It's kind of hard. I mean, AEW has a great product. They put on some really uh, phenomenal matches, man. Uh, a lot of the matches are very a little bit too spotty for me and not, not enough storytelling. Uh, and But the thing is, they do have new wrestlers. Damn near premiering every week. Which is great because it keeps things fresh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, things don't really get stale. But you need a flagship star to be able to carry your brand. And CM Punk is that star. No matter how old he is, no matter what you think about him, he is that star to be able to carry that on. And MJF versus CM Punk uh, it's going to be huge when it does happen because AEW desperately needs some more flagship stars to be able to carry their brand. They need it. Get them some help. <laughs> they need some milk. <laughs> but uh, I love the AEW product. Don't get me wrong. I love the AEW product and the fan base, man. Uh, and their pay-per-views are phenomenal. I'm just... Uh, you know, old school WWE guy, man. I grew up watching uh, WWE and I'm I'm so invested into the product that I'm talking about it today here with you all as grown as man. So, uh, yeah, CM Punk, you need to come on, man. Save, <laughs> save your flagship. You know, save the ship. The ship is sinking. You need to save it. Man, let's go over to uh, SmackDown, man. It was a lot of stuff that happened, but one of the things that I want to talk about is the implosion of the bloodline. If you guys know what implosion means, this means blowing up from the inside. <laughs> inside out. Uh, the bloodline has been a very strong faction uh, for almost what a year and a half, two years. Um, Roman Reigns has been now crowned as one of the longest reigning champions in history. He's held the belt for over a thousand days. Roman Reigns was so dominant, they had to create a whole nother belt to be able to give the people something to do. Because Roman Reigns had a chokehold on the game and he won't let him go. I ain't giving up these damn belts. If I leave, who gonna take? Who gonna take the flag? Hmm? Uh, so Roman Reigns has just hit his thousand days. Um, and the thing about the whole thousand day celebration was the Usos were barred from joining. The Usos who have been contributing to the wins that Roman Reigns has had uh, since he's gotten the belt. The Usos who have been protecting the throne. The Usos who have been taking bullets for Roman Reigns was not at his thousand day or they were not invited to his thousand day celebration. It was only the younger brother Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman, and the tribal chief himself. Roman Reigns came down like Roman Reigns do. It took him about 500 minutes. <laughs> 500 minutes. I don't even know how long 500 minutes is, but it's long. It took him 500 minutes to come down to the ring. <laughs> uh, and then when he did, he was presented with a brand new belt. A brand new golden W. Uh, the belt was beautiful. 
to me. But it looked just like his other belts. Just a little, a little bit of gold, you know what I'm saying, to match with the Monday Night Raw belt that Seth Rollins has. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a beautiful belt. I wonder if Paul Heyman is still going to carry the two belts and Roman Reigns is going to carry the new gold belt or they're just going to do the gold belt. We'll see. Possibly on Friday, but I'm not sure if Roman Reigns is slated to be at that show on Friday. But Paul Heyman recently said that Jay Uso, in, in, in a word or so, as we say in the hood, either you're going to get down or you're going to lay down. Because on Friday, Jimmy Uso decided that he was going to speak for the whole entire bloodline. He said, Roman, look, man, we cousins. Nothing scratch that. We brothers. Jay is my brother. Solo Sokoa is my brother. And you're my brother. But you ain't acting like a brother. Brother. So he was telling Roman Reigns, hey, look, man, you need to treat us with some respect. Jay, Jay Uso, excuse me, Jimmy Uso was leading the union. <laughs> you're going to treat us with some respect or you're going to be a tribal chief on the island by yourself Roman Reigns was like well hold on you speaking for everybody in the bloodline are you speaking for Solo Solo got his own voice he can speak for himself Solo got on the mic you know Solo really don't speak like that he don't speak all the time but Solo was like with all due respect my tribal chief these are my brothers. So he, um, so he stood over there by his brothers. Now it looked like the whole entire bloodline, the three brothers, were standing against a big cousin. Big Oops in the ring. And so Jimmy was like, so look, either you're going to be with us or you're going you're gonna to treat us with some respect so we can go ahead and do this thing and run this company like we've been doing. Run this whole industry like we've been doing. Roman Reigns looked like he was about to cry. He came and embraced Jimmy. Hugged him. He held the microphone. Look at me, my, my phone. He held the microphone. And he... <sighs> no. He said no and backed away from him. He looked at Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa grabbed Jimmy by the neck. Boom, hit him with the spike right in the neck, knocked Jimmy out. Jimmy Uso has now been exiled from the bloodline. What does that mean? Will he not be a part of the bloodline anymore? Does he have to come uh, grubbling? Is grubbling a word? I don't even know if grubbling is a word, but it sounds good right now. He's going to be coming back grubbling, trying to get his, his, uh, his position back. But the funny thing about it, everybody stepped out the ring and they walked back. And then Paul Heyman looked at Roman Reigns and said, well, you're tribal chief. What about what, what, what's going to happen? What, what about Jay? Roman Reigns looked at him and said, he's going to fall in line like he always does. And walked off. <laughs> Greatest storyline of all time. Greatest storyline of all time. That will be any storyline 
on days of our lives, as the world turns, the young and the restless, all the telenovelas in Mexico. When, Ho when, Ho when Jose slept with Maria's sister, it's better than that. I'm telling you. It's just pure drama. If you have not had the opportunity, if you are a wrestling fan or if you are not a wrestling fan, do, you, do yourself a favor and just YouTube the Bloodline storyline. They have a complete uh, from from start to now. It hasn't finished yet, but from start to now, you can check it out and see it for yourself. Pure family drama. Pure family drama. I want to see what happens. Will Jay Uso get down or lay down? Is this the end of Jimmy Uso? Will Roman Reigns step out on his own without the bloodline in the future? Will there be more members? We shall see. I don't know yet, but we shall see. I'm excited for it, man. Uh, one of the greatest storylines of all time, and it ain't even finished. That's the crazy part about it. Mm. Mm -mm. Let me go over to Monday Night Raw, man. They had some bangers on Monday Night Raw. This Monday Night Raw is pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, matter of fact, I usually do this for events. Uh, but it just seems like the right thing to do. Guys, I want you to grade this week's Monday Night Raw. Uh, you're going to be the teacher. If the event was good, you grade it from A to F. If it was horrible, you give it F. If it was great, you give it an A plus. Kids, prepare yourself. We are going back to school. Excuse me, class. Class. Shut up! Man, uh, this Monday Night Raw had some bangers on it, and I think if I had to give it a grade, I would give it, I'd give it a strong C+. Strong C+. And you know what I'm saying? They had some, they had a few misses, but the, a, a lot of the matches were so, so good, man. One of the matches that I did not know that I needed to see was Gunther versus Kevin Owens. If you've seen this match, leave a comment. Um, this went completely different from what I thought it was going to be. I thought that KO was going to get his shirt ripped by Gunther's chops. I thought Gunther's chops was going to eat his ass up. But that did not happen because KO was the aggressor most of the match. KO counteracted Gunther's style by the wild, aggressive nature, the unpredictability, unpredictability, that was a big word, go to school kids, unpredictability of KO. KO was all over the place. He just hitting every time Gunther tried to chop, he it. <laughs> Started going at it again. He was throwing them paws. Uh, it was absolutely great match. I thought this should have been on a marquee for a pay-per-view. It should have been. It won't, but it should have been. Uh, but I think for some reason, this Monday Night Raw felt a little different, man, because like I said, it was some big moments on there. One of the moments we got to talk about is Dominic Mysterio 
had face-to-face with Cody Rhodes. Old broken ring Cody Rhodes. Every time you see Cody Rhodes, he's broken up, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to protect. He need. He need to be. He need an offensive line. <laughs> he really. He need an offensive line around Cody Rhodes, man, to protect him, man. Because listen, boy, keep getting hurt. I don't know, but this uh, Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes had the stones to tell Dominic, "Hey, look, people make mistakes. Your father, Rey Mysterio, is as much as I respect him, as great as he is." He makes mistakes. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at a mistake right now. Oh, my God. The crowd went crazy. Oh, crowd went crazy. Crowd went crazy. Dominic Mysterio started backing out the ring. Cody turned around. Dominic ran. Hit him. Bitch slap. <laughs> Slapped him and then ran behind Rhea Ripley. Now, Rhea Ripley, all the Cody face like, what? What you going to do? You going to hit me? You going to hit a woman? You going to hit me? Dominic behind him like, yeah, mama. You going to hit my mama? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. And then they went out the ring. Cody Rose was like, well, I'll, 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 I'll sock you. You lucky we on TV. <laughs> you lucky we on TV. Real Ripley, man, she trying these dudes, and one of these dudes is gonna just fire off on her one day. I don't want to say, I don't want to see it, and I don't want to say it. But one of these dudes is gonna, is gonna fire off one day. They're gonna be like, screw it, and just you know, knock all the makeup off her face. I, I don't want to see it, but you know, she keep putting herself in position. Somebody is not gonna care about her or dominant. They're gonna get, they're gonna push through her to get the dominant. Trust and believe that. It's going to happen sometime soon. I hope it don't happen. But if it do, you can come back to this podcast on this episode and listen to it again. He was like, Brian, Brian Renke was right. He was right. He was right. I don't want to be right, though. I don't got to be right all the time. I don't want to be right there. Uh, but listen, that was a great moment. What's going to happen between Dominic and Cody Rhodes? Is Dominic and Cody Rhodes the next thing? And if a match like that does happen, who goes over? Because Cody Rhodes wins nothing by beating Dominic. But Dominic wins a lot of respect by beating Cody Rhodes. Aha! Aha! I want to see it, man. Um, I w- Back in the day, I wouldn't have been interested in it. You know what I'm saying? But now, this Dominic Mysterio, man, he's doing his thing. I can't hate on the boy because... Whether you like him or not, he has the most heat in the industry. I dare you to name one other person that has the type of heat that Dominic Mysterio has. And when I say heat, that means everybody hates him. Everybody. Your mama, your grandma, your daddy, your uncles, your cousins, your nieces, your nephews, your kids. Everybody hate this man. When he gets in the ring, he don't even get a chance to say a word. So she said, ah, boo! <laughs> Everybody in the ring the booze this guy at the same time. At the same time, because of the disrespect that he gave his legendary father, Ray Mysterio, his mother, and his sister. You know, Latinos don't put up with disrespect. To the to to the to the mama and the, the dad, especially the dad. What what what? 
Let you be Mexican and disrespect your your daddy in front of your uncles. <laughs> See what happens. See what happens. But uh, man, everybody boos Dominic Mysterio, and uh, if if Rey Mysterio's whole goal was to make Dominic Mysterio the top, whether he's a babyface or heel, the top star in the company, he has achieved that. He has achieved it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we hated on Dominic for a long ass time. I called him. I called him the the only word that I know in the dictionary that is not good in any faction. And it is a simple word: soggy. Nothing soggy is good. Nothing. I don't get what well, I don't get what you. Nothing soggy is good. I called Dominic soggy for the longest time. He's still soggy, but. You know, he, he is the top heel in the company. He's the top heel, dare I say, in the world right now. In the world of wrestling. I would challenge you to find a bigger heel than Dominic Mysterio. If you do, leave it in the comment box so I can read it out. But yeah, Dominic doing his thing, man. Let me go to the Best Damn Nation, man, read some of these comments, man. Uh, see, one on Facebook says, I don't blame Jimmy at all for his actions towards the tribal S-H-I-T. I ain't gonna disrespect Roman Reigns by saying that word towards him in that faction. But yeah, I don't blame Jimmy at all. Roman Reigns mushed Jimmy twice. I talked with the Best Damn crew I said, what would you do if you was at a cookout and your big cousin, who's respected by everybody in the family, mushes you in the face? What would you do? Would you take that on the chin and let that ride? Or would you fight him in front of your whole entire family? Hmm. Inquiring minds would like to know. Uh, LP said there are three things that you can never do to a man or you're going to have to fight. If you slap a man in the face, if you spit on a man, and if you mush him in the face, you got to fight. I don't even care if you can't fight. You got to at least, you got to throw something, a knee, a leg, a foot, your phone, throw something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's on. When one of those things happen, if you get slapped, spit on, or mushed, you got to fight. You got to fight. You got to throw them paws. You got to throw them things. Uh, so, <laughs> man, to see uh, Dominic slap Cody Rose, man, that was that was pretty 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 huge. So Dominic got to fight Cody, but when Roman mushed Jimmy and Jay, and then Jimmy made the decision to kick Roman Reigns in the face, and then his brother was like, "What do you do?" What are you doing? He said, I'm doing what you should have did a long time ago. He pushed him and said, I got this. Kick him again in the face. And Roman Reigns knocked him out. <laughs> Cold. He said, you know, you know when he kicked him in the face, that was a huge relief for him. Because he was like, ah, ah. You know whenever you scream after you do something, you meant that. He meant that for real. <laughs> He meant that for real when he kicked him in the face. So look, 
Uh, I want to see what the bloodline has in store. Uh, more for that. But yeah, best damn nation, man. If you love that storyline, the bloodline keep on commenting on that thing. On that thing. Uh, let's go over. You know what? I'm gonna do something special for y'all. Uh, we were blessed on this podcast to have an interview with the one and only Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons, if you guys don't know who he is, he was the first black WCW champion. Uh, to, to my knowledge, he was the first black champion of any huge national syndicated uh, wrestling promotion. Ron Simmons was a former football player. Uh, he was known as Farouk when I was introduced to Ron Simmons uh, in WWE or WWF at the time. Uh, but I watched him from that time that he won the championship until now. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Uh, I've modeled the best damn wrestling podcast off of the catchphrase that Ryan Simmons made famous, which is the word damn. Uh, in my eyes, he is one of the greatest champions of all time. And Mr. Everything had an opportunity to sit down with the great Ron Simmons and do an interview uh, and asked him a few questions. So beautiful people, prepare yourself for Mr. Everything interviews everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews, and I am blessed, blessed, beyond blessed to have this legend of professional wrestling, this Hall of Famer of professional wrestling, Mr. Ron Simmons. Yes, sir. Man, I gotta tell you, I, I, I usually don't get lost for words, I usually don't get starstruck, but I mean, you are the uncle for all of us. You are the reason why we do things that we do. You're the reason why we're able to do things that we're able to do. You know, from coming from you, particularly being a young black man, I can't tell you how much that means to me. But see, understanding this, right? Everything has a beginning, and for myself, others, Play the platform for me. So, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. You know, continue that going, you know, so I know I'm doing that. If that's what it means to you. So, now that's what I'm expecting you to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right, so that's how that goes, you know. Absolutely. No, I'm simply to do it by myself. I had others to come before me that laid that stage, you know, and said it for me. Okay. So, I'm keeping that going, you know, and you're going to keep it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, man. It means everything in the world. So, being the very first world, African-American world heavyweight champion. Black. Yes. Black world heavyweight champion. Black. Explain to me what that feeling was, and explain to me how you felt seeing someone like Kofi Kingston becoming the first black WWE champion. The same way, brother, looking at the big, you know, as it's when it set in for me, right? I'm sure the feeling was the same. You understand me? Because I didn't really, I didn't really grasp it at that point. 
my sights were set on just being a champion. Okay? Later on, the significance of it hit me. You understand? Because of the way it's reverberated over the years with you, right? With others. And the best part about it is that not only with just young black men, you know, hey, you're talking women, of all other people of all other countries and ethnicity too, you know what I'm saying? So man, listen, all these years later, for it to have that impact, I, I mean, you can't act for no more than that, you know? Hey, I, I'm a blessed man, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so one more quick question. Of all the years of being uh, in a tag team, of you and uh, in, uh, Butch, and you and um, JBL and APA, everything you've done, Nation of Domination, tell me. What is the most profound moment of your life? And once again, we, we just finished talking, right? And I've been in some wonderful, you know, we had some great tag partners, you know? Butch being a mentor to me, right? And a fourth being in the tag with GBA, right? And both are fantastic, right? But becoming world champion again, it was black world champion. That, 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 that impact, bro, listen, that's, that's it, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's the highlight. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And, and for the meaning, not just the enchantment, but the meaning. Yes. You know, right. For the inspiration, inspiring others. You know, like you said. You know, and then, and I just had to sum my entire career, brother. It just be, dang. <laughs> it's Mr. Everything, Ron Simmons. Back to you and the guys of the best damn wrestling podcast. You talking about fanning out, man. Um, that was a great interview from the great Ron Simmons. I loved how uh, we missed everything. So you you were the first African American black black. <laughs> uh, he wanted to make a, a a statement with that because not just African. He didn't just represent African Americans. He represented uh, people of color all over the world with that win, especially black. Black man, man, uh, we look up to him. I know I looked up to him. I know that Mr. Everything definitely looked up to Ron Simmons growing up, man, and even his style. Uh, he has a couple of his moves. Uh, Ron Simmons had a, a hell of a uh, spine buster, man, which is one of Mr. Everything's marquee moves. Um, so Ron Simmons has definitely had an effect on all the black champions. He's paved the way and opened the door for champions uh, of all races, creeds, and colors, but especially for young black champions, man, Ron Simmons has definitely paved the way uh, for everyone who is doing it right now, from Kofi Kingston to Bobby Lashley to Omos, um, even now, like I said, to Mr. Everything, Ron Simmons has definitely had an impact on the wrestling community, especially the wrestling community of color. So thank you, Mr. Ron Simmons, for letting us sit down and talk to you. Uh, and thank you for having that soundbite that I'm going to start using from now, the best damn wrestling podcast. I can't do it like he did. I try. I try each and every Wednesday. It hurt my throat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But if I could do it like Ron Simmons, I would. But uh, thank you, Mr. Ron Simmons, uh, for that interview. We appreciate you being a part of the best damn nation. Man, 
Let me know how you feel about that. Uh, what he th some of the things that he said, man. Uh, I think he really took pride in opening the door for a lot of people of color, especially young black uh, wrestlers in the game. So, Ron Simmons, man, you're an absolute legend in my book and everybody else's book, too. Uh, so, yeah, we got more coming for you guys. More interviews, man. I hope you love it. Hope you like it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody in Radio Land, we got some good stuff coming for you. Some exclusive content especially on our largest platform, uh, Spotify. So shout out to Spotify. Shout out to everybody that listened to us on Spotify. Also, Google Podcasts, man. Everybody show us love on Google Podcasts. You know what I found interesting? Uh, we are now listened to all over the world. You know who our top countries are? Well, our top two places. Our top two places are Aiden, North Carolina. So shout out to Aiden, North Carolina. For checking out your boys. Y'all love wrestling down there in Aiden, man. Uh, so shout out to Aiden. And you know uh, another country? Brussels. Belgium. Shout out to everybody in Brussels. You know what I'm saying? You, you guys are a part of the best damn nation. Shout out to y'all. And the last country that I was in, interested in, a lot of people listened to us, Indonesia. Everybody that's in the Indonesia, if you understand English and you rock with your boys, we appreciate you and we love you. You are our brothers and sisters in wrestling. You are part of the best damn nation, Indonesia. I would love to go down there. You know, I'm a foodie, man. I, I would love to get some Indonesian food. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what kind of food they got in Brussels, but I know Indonesian is going to be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me some fried crickets. You know what I'm saying? Some fresh chicken. But they just put the feathers off. I want one of them. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. So shout out to uh, to Indonesia, one of the countries that and Mexico, Mexico. They they love us in Mexico. They love your boys in Mexico. They rock with the best damn wrestling podcast, and we love you for that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, as we grow. If you're a wrestler fan, if you, even if you just like entertainment, you want a good laugh or you want a good word at the end of the day, check out the Best Thing Wrestling Podcast. Man, we got everything that you need. You know what I'm saying? I'm like pushing. You know what I'm saying? I got, what, what, you, what you need, Jack? Hmm? I got it all. We got it all. Listen, man, let me go back out to the Best Damn Nation, uh, read some of these comments, man. Uh, let's see. I don't like soggy ass Dominic. See, Best Damn Nation, they they agree. They like saying that Dominic is soggy. <laughs> They've adopted the soggy slang. You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and take the soggy slang. Next time you see somebody who just you just just a scum of the earth, just call them soggy. That's it. It's a nice way to call somebody, you know, a bastard or something like that. They just call them soggy. <laughs> you ain't gotta call them no bad words or nothing. Next time you go into work and you see that employee that you don't like, just call them soggy. They ain't going to know what I mean. It's okay. It's okay. You ain't got to explain either. They know that you know that they know that you know that they soggy. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Let me read some of what is. Uh, King Corbin comes back to replace soggy as Dominic. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Warner Robins, Georgia. Is Ron's hometown? Uh, shout out to everybody in Georgia, man. 
Uh, you got a hometown hero in Ron Simmons, man. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. Uh, listen, it was it was one. He was one of my dream interviews to have on this show. You know what I'm saying? We've had Ron Simmons. We've had Gangrel. We had EC. Ricky Morton, you know, man, the list keeps going, man. The list keeps going. So you guys keep on watching the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. We got more interviews coming up for you soon. And the Best Damn Crew will be here to show you guys some love. But look, I got to go. I'm cutting the show short. You know what I'm saying? It needs to go for about hours of change. But I think I got everything that you guys need. So I'm going to hit you with a final word like I do each and every week. Final word is a word of motivation. A word to get you through the day. You know what I'm saying? Something that you could that you could tell your grandma and she'll be happy. You need to get somebody some advice. Listen to our final word each and every Wednesday, man. And my final word will be, it is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. Uh, that is a quote by Herman Melville, and that is absolutely right. It is better to be original than try to imitate somebody and be successful imitating somebody, but then lose yourself in the process. You know what I'm saying? Just be yourself. Just be you, who you are, who you were made to be. You know what I'm saying? And if there's things that you don't like about yourself, you can always improve. If you got anger issues, just work on your anger issues. If you got communication problems, learn to communicate. You know what I'm saying? If you are, uh, if you if you just a low-down, dirty human being, you know, ain't got nothing to say to you. But just in even if you are a low-down, dirty human being, you can always work on one thing that's going to make you better. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a low-down, dirty human being, just be who you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just that way everybody know that you're a low-down human being and either they'll choose to mess with you or not. You know what I'm saying? But uh, be original. Be who you are. It's okay. I know who I am. I'm a little quirky. I can be corny sometimes. Funny. I'm fun-loving. You know what I'm saying? I love to help a lot of people. But I'm a boss. You dig what I'm saying? So just be who you are. You know what I'm saying? I am who I am is, and you like me. That's why you're watching me. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, be yourself. Be yourself. That's the best advice that I can give you, uh, beautiful people. Uh, listen, I want you guys to go onto our other platforms and check us out, man. Uh, a lot of people say, hey, are you guys on Facebook? Are you guys on Instagram? Are you on TikTok? Well, yes, we are on all of that. You can check us out on Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can check out our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can check out our Facebook page at the BD Wrestling Podcast, where we have all our stuff. You can go to our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can visit our Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can visit our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, well, the only thing that you have to do is go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. Follow, 
$5, as low as $5. You can get all kind of goodies, exclusive content. You can get shirts, hats, muggies, I said muggies, mugs, <laughs> hoodies, all kind of goodies for your pleasure. So go to www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast for more exclusive content. One more thing before I leave. I have to show love to our small business spotlight of today. Listen, I love popcorn. But what I love more than popcorn is kettle corn. It's different. It's more flavorful. And I have found the best kettle corn place that I have ever tried in my life. You know who they are? They call cactus corn. Right here is one of their flagship uh, flavors, roasted street corn. If you have ever had street corn, it's like popcorn, but like with white cheddar on it, and they just taste all kind of delicious. Cactus corn, they also have an original flavor, which is like a caramel, but it's a little salted. Uh, and then they have flavors that are exclusive here to Arizona, which is a pickly pear. It's so good. Sweet. Mm. Uh, and then they also have the white cheddar jalapeno for all of those people who are a little there and they want a little spice in their life. Get you a little bit of white cheddar jalapeno from Cactus Corn. Uh, listen, when I tell you that this place has some of the best popcorn I have ever tried, do yourself a favor. Go to their website, CactusCorn.com. You can get you a bag of this delicious popcorn. Listen, I had to go ahead and show you this because I'm about to destroy these. You have no idea. I'm about to destroy these. These ain't even going to make it through the night. All three bags ain't going to make it through the night. They will not. But if you get a chance and you love popcorn and you not not even popcorn. Popcorn is disrespectful to say. Kettle corn, if you love kettle corn, get you some cactus corn in your life. It'll change your life. It's great for movies. Great for when you're just snacking. If you do the little doobies, you know what I'm saying? It'll be good after a little doobie. If you like to drink, you know what I'm saying? You need something to soak up the alcohol, go ahead and get you some cactus corn popcorn. It'll be right on time. Right on time. I am I am trying hard not to chew this popcorn right now. Like Biggie. <laughs> but I'm going to have to do it. But if you Get a chance. Go to their website, catscorn.com, uh, and order you a bag. You will not be disappointed. Well, my time has come, my friends. I would sing you a song, but I can't. But what I can do is wish each and every one of you a happy Wednesday, a happy week. And we here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, we bid you adieu. Bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>